What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is a recap episode. I went back and kind of recapped all the events we've been going to, man, whether that's the West Warwick Jam, our Martha's Vineyard trip, my day out with Nick and Eric Santos. Uh, we chopped it up about 90s hip-hop a bit. Uh, we also, I engaged with the YouTube channel, All I Need Skate on YouTube. Those guys showed up in the on the virtual space in the dark matter that is the internet and supplied a bunch of good questions that I covered. We talked about my personal life and my upbringing a little bit. Uh, I really needed this uh, conversation today, man. This helped me out a lot, so I hope you enjoy. As always, if you find this podcast valuable and you'd like to support it, could you please rate, subscribe, rate, and comment on the iTunes store? That would help us out tremendously. It would be a classy move on your part, and it would help move us up the rankings. Or share an episode of the podcast, man. That would be really cool. Tell a friend about the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's a cool way to support. If you'd like to support more directly, please try some of our All I Need skateboards or apparel. If you have a skate shop near you that supports All I Need, please cop a deck or some clothes from them. That would be the win-win. That way you support the core skate shop and you support All I Need, which is skateboarding. Uh, but I get it. If you don't live near a skate shop and you still want to support, uh, we got you covered with our online skate shop. We'll be your skate shop, man. Digital skate shop. We're out here. We got the podcast. We got the YouTube live. You can come hang out with us in the skate shop anytime, usually on Wednesdays. <laughs> but we got you covered, my dude, at allineedskate.com. Uh, we got our online skate shop there, so we got you covered. Uh, again, thank you guys for this podcast. This space means a lot to me, and I'm grateful for everything uh, for everything that comes out of this podcast. It's so cool, man. It helps uh, it helps balance me out. So I appreciate this. And until next time, I've rambled on enough. <laughs> Peace. Choo. Now tuning into the All I Need podcast. But uh, I'm just so glad it's skateboarding. It's been the one thing that came to me at the right time. It could have been anything I imagined, but skateboarding was what it was. So I, I love skateboarding to death. That's right when I found skateboarding. Like my friend showed me it and I was like latched onto it because it was the only thing at that time that was really fun and like my escape. And I fell in love with it, you know? All right, we're rolling. All I Need podcast. We're out here. What's up, YouTube people? I see some of the comments already, so I guess that's a good spot to take it. Um, What is that? Jarlath Barn says, favorite skate spot in Providence. Man, that's a tough question to start with. Providence is so good. I've been skating Providence for... Years and years and years. I love that place. Uh, if it's going to be like a warm-up spot, I'm saying Trinity, go there, just warm up, stretch your legs, sit, see who's around, lurk in the city, who's out skating today. Um, street spot, I might say it's Blue Hubba. It's not really Providence. I guess it's Pawtucket. The courthouse, too. It's really stoked. I got some tricks in uh, our new video, Good Eye, uh, at the courthouse. So it's pretty stoked. Evan got a banger on the courthouse rail and prov, too, in, that, in the video. Um I can't wait for you guys to check out. Uh, we just did our last four premieres. I was going to talk about that as well. We got through. We actually ended up doing five premieres because we went out to Martha's Vineyard on Go Skate Day. That was a sick ass day, man. 
um, Larks says, can't wait to see the Martha Vineyard clips. Hell yeah, good looks. That edit's coming pretty soon. I think we got one more before that one drops, but it's coming. John Esquivel says, pimp sauce, pimp sauce in the building. Lark says, do you have any ETA for the Martha's Vineyard clips? I already answered that one, so we're good. Uh, yeah, like a couple days. I mean, it's Wednesday now, so maybe maybe Friday, maybe next week, early next week for sure. Um, yeah, figure I'll go back to the Martha's Vineyard trip. So we got invited out to the Vineyard for a Go Skate Day from my good friend Eric, who lives out there and, and runs the Oaks Bluff Inn. Shout out to the Oaks Bluff Inn. Uh, sick-ass bed and breakfast. You can just chill. And the owner, Eric, shreds and uh, treated the all-I-need guys to uh, a good meal and uh, got us out there, paid for our ferry. That was awesome. Gave us the tour around Martha's Vineyard. And then we got to shred the park with him, which was sick because he, like, heads up the MV Skate Park, the Martha's Vineyard Skate Park uh, Instagram and kind of makes rad shit happen out there. So first we took the ferry ride, which... If you haven't taken a ferry ride in a while, I suggest you do. It's very awesome. <laughs> Worst joke ever. But Goonan was me and Goonan were saying that on the last time. Everything was ferry. Um, it's sick, man. It's like ten bucks each way, maybe if even. The only part about going to the ferry was we had to drive there on a Friday and park, and it was a little hectic, but we survived. But uh, Martha's Vineyard, the park was sick, and the edit's going to be heavy, and it's coming soon. Larks, it's dropping soon. Evan was there. Evan Mansalillo, Kevin Clem was destroying. Corey Greenan's been on a tear lately, which is insane. Um, yeah, man. Sean Egan came along, kind of rolled his ankle, unfortunately, but I guess it wasn't as bad as he thought because he was walking later. But at first, it was like a little nerve wracking, boys. Look, I got some Patron. Fancy. So it's been up in my cabinet forever. Figured I'd drink it. <laughs> Smell it first. I gotta get some more, more vodka. That's what I was drinking before. But yeah, Martha's Vineyard was amazing. The first day we showed up, we took the ferry. The ferry was beautiful. Got a beer on the ferry. Ate some good food. Um, saw a couple sick dogs on that thing. It's always cool to be out on the boat and cruising across the ocean with the homies. And everyone... So like I said, Kevin Clem came. Nick Barth. Uh, it was a heavy crew. Evan... Uh, Sammy Skates came. They brought their girls, uh, Colleen. And, uh, yeah, it was just a sick-ass trip, man. Everyone was killing it and slaying it. And we had such a good time at that park. That park's sick. If you get a chance, definitely get out there. They just redid a lot of it. So, And Shelly was ripping, too. almost forgot Shelly. Um, it was way sick, man. And we just set up tents at the homie's house, camped on their porch, and then we fucking ended up going the next day because it dried up. We ended up skating Martha's Vineyard Park for the whole day, which is sick. Ate at some of the local spots. Saw some of the people out there. Rub shoulders. Shake babies. Kiss butts or something. However it goes. Uh, rough song skateboards. What were your influences with 90 hip hop? I've been on a kick epic era. Um, 90s hip hop. It's going to say cliche, but Tupac is amazing. Jay-Z, obviously. I, I love Jay-Z's uh, Reasonable Doubt. It was one of the best albums. Common, Common Sense, everything he put out. Kanye, Destroyed. Um, everyone loved Mob, Be not Mob Deep at the time. I wasn't against Mob Deep, but it wasn't like... I like Talib Kweli. He was so sick. I like dudes that were like 
beats like lyrically they were really good and they could they could it wasn't just trap gangster rap i liked some of that stuff but they were like uh thought-provoking raps basically some of those artists you know gangstar was sick that was like the first album i ever got was wu-tang 36 chambers that was the first cd i ever got i was a little kid like in my fucking trailer playing wu-tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with super loud as loud as i could play it in tiger style it was such a sick album that was the first one man i like because all the craziness and the all the wu-tang obviously the wu-tang was so sick um noodle doodle says Hope you all had a good go skate day and got some new tricks or clips. Yeah, our go skate day was epic, man. Um, Martha's Vineyard edits coming, and that's our go skate day. And dude's destroyed. I filmed so much good shit, and I got to lurk around and skate a little bit. But I was feeling kind of beat up, if I'm honest. Nineties um, hip hop noodle doodle says I love Tribe Called Quest. Tribe was sick, but um, I just missed the Tribe thing. I went back and was into it. But yeah, I would say like a lot of Jay Z, man. That was like really liked his business sense and just you know he's a really good rapper as well and then uh talib Kweli was sick um yeah common sense was a big one cypress hill that was a sick one too rough song skateboard says i love tribe and cypress cypress hill was sick they were on the smoking weed shit before everyone not giving a fuck <laughs> you know Larks, I was the kid in the white helmet at the MV park. Had such a fun sesh. Hell yeah, Larks. That was that park got so much better. They like repaved a lot of it and put all this new stuff, and it was way sick. It was good before, don't get me wrong, but um, got way better, dude. And shout out to the homie Richard, Richard out there at Circuit 47, uh, 47 Circuit, a new shop out there. Check it out if you're on the island for sure. Noodle Doodle says, "Big up, Doctor Green Thumb." Chill. <laughs> I used to do hip hop was my one of my first loves. Like right around the same time I found skateboarding, I I heard about hip hop and rap, and I was like, "This is insane!" You guys remember Goody Mob? So good. Um, yeah, I was just looking for like people that had good messages. Another hip hop artist I love too, DMX. It's a crazy one. People like to make fun of DMX, including myself. I like to make fun of him. But uh, dude, I love that he had prayers on every album. Not even religious, but the dog had our back, dude. He had his back. <laughs> D-M-X. <laughs> Legend. And yeah, some of his songs, man, really touch, man. I know it's like, it's easy when things get old. I really like Lauren Hill a lot, too, which is crazy. She's a rapper, for sure, you know? Uh, Capone Noriega. Remember Capone Noriega? Super dope. The War Report, that was super sick. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, hip hop's the best, dude. Quinn McGregor, twenty three. What up, man? That new vid was sick. Had a fun time at the Hive. Hell yeah, Quinn. It was good to see you again, and you were ripping, man. Um, and thanks for the props on the edit. I'm stoked you got a couple clips in there. You ollied over that thing. I think I missed your shove, but dude, I saw it in person. I know you. I got that. It was gnarly. And your pants blew open, I believe. <laughs> you ripped. You know when you rip your pants during a session because it's like hot and humid and. The pants only have a finite life, and they just go right down the crotch, and you're the guy with your knee out. And you're like, fuck, I'm out here skating like this. I believe that was Quinn <laughs> for that session. Yeah, that was sick, man. I'm hyped you guys at the Hive got to skate with Derek Fukuhara and all those dudes, man. Destruction, that whole day was sick. And it was cool to show the video, even though it was a little jumpy. 
the hive when we showed the video it was a little jumpy the projector or whatever just wasn't working correct uh, nice um okay let's see what else so we caught oh yeah the hive so we went there and that was a gnarly session d fuchs flew in for a couple of days and that was sick he had a good time and then ch -ch -ch, last session I went to was Plymside DIY. I don't know if you guys have been out there yet, but uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts, they got a DIY park that's super fun. And they also just got a, um, a real skate park, too, that just got finished. I haven't gone, but we're going to head there and film an edit as well. Tim McKenney Skateboard in the building. Cool Keith, Dr. Octo, Cinnobites, MC Ultra Magnet My MCs, sex styles, is the world made of plastic, is the city buried in dreams? Those are all sick. I don't know. I knew some of them. I knew, like, I've heard of Cool Keith, Dr. Octo. I've heard of those two. That might have been before me just a little bit. Because I didn't, really didn't get into hip-hop until I was like 13 or something. And like I said, it started with Wu-Tang, really. And I was obsessed about that. Before that, my dad had me listen to some Bonnie Raitt, <laughs> some country singer. Uh, she was awesome, though. You know the song, let's give them something to talk about. What about love? She is crushing. I used to jam to that. <laughs> Weird, I know. <laughs> I still like girl singers these days. Like Nowadays, I've been listening to a lot of Maggie Rogers, which is sick. Uh, I had that on replay, repeat all day pretty much for weeks now. Uh, her little NPR concert that she did. It's like three songs, super sick, all three. Um, been listening to a lot of that lately. And Florence and the Machine is sick. Um, but yeah, hip-hop is like the most sickest shit. And then I heard a funny saying lately. I heard a funny saying recently. It was like, hip-hop artists went from selling drugs to being dope fiends. <laughs> like this generation of artists are just on the drugs and the one before was selling them. <laughs> Interesting take on things. What do you think of that one out there, people in YouTube land? We're getting... Oh, I cleaned this room today. I cleaned this space. It felt really good to get rid of some clutter. I don't know if you guys uh, agree with me. Sometimes cleaning the room feels friggin' good. Noodle Doodle says... Uh, Tash Sultana is an awesome female artist. She's not hip-hop, but crazy talented. Damn, I'll have to check that out. I'm going to write that down right now. Um, Tash Sultana. Yeah, I'm going to look that down. Look that up for sure. What's coming up? There's some stuff coming up. Friday, me and my lady rented out a space... Uh, by the ocean just for the night like a hotel basically a cottage actually so that's coming up friday i'm excited for that because i needed like um just some time to decompress because we've been going we've been firing d fuchs came out um for four days that was sick before that timmy knuth came out to film for good eye and he busted his spleen and then Derek came out and then we did the four premieres and then go skate was martha's vineyard so we just been running wild and it's been so fun but I needed like a day with my lady, so that's Friday. I'm excited for that. And then we're also working on a skate camp, a skate clinic for Skater's Edge. I believe it's 17 and under, but um, that should be in August sometime. I have to get back to you, but it's pretty sick. It's Monday through Friday, I think. I think it's Monday through Friday, or it might be Monday through Thursday. But it's just meet up three hours each day, shred, eat, eat lunch, skate, play games, some giveaways. 
it's pretty epic. I'm excited for that. That's coming up. Rob stock's coming up in August. Uh, low cards, Rob stock again. We're going to try to hit that. My homie Matt Gerard's doing his last year of his Central Mass contest. That's coming up as well. I'll be posting all this stuff on the All I Need Skate Insta too if you guys are in the area and want to check it out. Okay. Plimside DIY. Go check it out. Shout out to Jared and Goonan out there and all the boys at Plimside for killing it. If you go back on the YouTube channel, you'll see uh, an edit I dropped recently from there. And that place is sick. And shout out to Charlie King at the Hive for keeping skateboarding hyped in Connecticut, New London, Connecticut, in the building. You guys do it right. Thanks for letting us do our Good Eye premiere there. That meant the world to us. It was sick to shred with you. And, and Charlie's the type of dude that, like, he's opened up a skate shop, opened up a skate park, kept it going, works hard, hustles to make that thing happen. And then he also gets in down on the session, so he's in the edit as well. Shout out to Eric at MV Skate Parks out there, Martha's Vineyard, Oaks Bluff Inn. If you're ever in Martha's Vineyard, go say hi to Eric because he shreds and he's got the sickest bed and breakfast on the vineyard. If you need a place to chill, he'll take care of you, show you around, let you meet the locals. Um, what else was I going to talk about today? Somerville Park, that's another skate park, Somerville Mass. If you're in the area, that one is worth checking out. Me and the All I Need homies went there about a week or two back. There's a video online, and that place is super fun. I think I talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I met this little girl, Elle. I wish I knew her whole name, but her name's Elle, and she had to be like six and dedicated and just mad. She just wanted to skate the whole thing. She wasn't mad, but she was focused. She was like... um. She was annoyed by me because I kept trying to talk to her, and she was just skating hard. I don't know. Most little kids, if you like say something silly, they want to engage. She was just like focused on skating and getting in the session, like trying her tricks. Got me super stoked. It made me realize skateboarding is like – I mean, I've already realized this, but it was insane to just see such a little kid, and especially a little girl, that like stoked and determined and focused on skateboarding. It really sparked me up. That was like uh, – a good session that summer Somerville skate park one. So check that edit out too on the YouTube channel. If you're on there too, leave a comment, engage. You know, let me know what you think. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of some more hip hop for you guys. If you know any more hip hop out there in YouTube land, you want to leave a comment. Let me know. Think of some artists. I'm trying to think. Uh, was, Big L was sick. I don't know if you guys remember Big L, but and obviously Notorious B.I.G. Uh, so good, right? I'm trying to think of more, um, like, obscure. Lupe Fiasco is pretty good. Um, there's probably so many I'm missing. just because I'm so tired. I'm not thinking correct. I'm actually pretty relaxed because I just went to the gym and, or the spa or whatever. Not the gym. I didn't work out. I just hot tub, pool, sauna. Um, Low Tide Lumber Co. says Big L Platinum Plus. Great song. Yeah, that is so sick. Dude, Noodle Doodle, thanks for pointing out Nas is sick. Forgot about Nas, dude. Not really, though. One of the godson right there. One of the best ever. All the albums, so good from Nas. The bridge is over. Noodle Doodle. I used to like Hobson a while ago. I never listened to Hobson. I probably should check it out, but my, my lady's brother was super into Hobson. He kept telling me, check it out, check it out. But I was just on some other shit at that time, and it wasn't... I just gotta go listen to it, basically. Low Tide Lumber Co. Thoughts on Del the Funky, Funky Homo Sapien? Yeah. Do you need it? Here, take it. 
Yeah. You might as well take it. <laughs> no. It's fine. No, take it. Take the laptop. All right, bye. Can you go out or anything? Yeah, no, take it out. It's done. I don't need it. Yep, no, it's fine. You just get off the YouTube. <laughs> My lady needs her computer. She doesn't know how it works. Just turn, just close the YouTube channel. Tara, it's fun. Thanks. Um, Del the Funko, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. I never really listened to too much of his, but um, the songs that I heard, I really liked. It was strange. It was weird. Is that SF? I think probably. Um, let me see. Day with Eric, Day with Nick and Eric Santos. I kind of wanted to. Go back and talk about that for a while. Uh, Nick and Eric are brothers from Maine that I met over the summer, and they drove all they drove down here to um, do a podcast, which was really sick. But we also just went out and skated New Bedford for the day. Um, and New Bedford is like New Bedford, Mass is a city I go or I take people to because I love that city. I used to just scour around there and skate for hours, and whenever I feel like kind of like I've I'm lost. I go there and just bomb Union Street straight down to the ocean, to the metal grinds. And there's like a long metal grind that goes on for like a mile, really. You could just keep grinding, popping off, grinding, popping off, or grind the whole way if you got the speed, but it's so crusty. I just go there. But I bought, I brought those guys down there, and uh, they're shredders, dude. Nick and Eric Santos. And Nick actually just got a board for Weirdwood. So Nick Santos, check out some of his footage. If you're on the YouTube channel, look back and you'll see a, a day with Nick and Eric Santos. They were awesome. They were just some typical Maine boys. <laughs> Maybe not typical, but just classic Maine people that I really like. Good characters and skated hard and super cool, man. They brought their lady. I don't remember her name, unfortunately, but she had roller skates on most of the day and was ripping hard, too. And I like that it was roller skates and not roller blades. It's a big difference there. You can roll a bit if you want to, but roller skates, big difference. Um, but yeah, I just took them around New Bedford, Nick and Eric, and they did their thing, destroyed. I got to film that edit, and that was epic. So that's on the channel if you want to check it out. Before that, dude, we've been doing so much crazy shit this summer already. It's been so wild, and there's so much more to come. I'm excited. It's like this. It's cool now nowadays because it's like full time with skateboarding. Like, on the East Coast. Even in the winters, there's stuff to do and go to the edge. And there's so many different people coming in and out. And the New England AM. And there's so many events and things going on all year round that it's so rad to be at. I feel like I'm on tour at home sometimes. And there's just so many good skateboarders nowadays. Especially in our area. Like, coming out of Rhode Island, Connecticut. And Massachusetts is stacked and deep full of great skateboarders. Um, New York. Everywhere, dude. We just... This whole area is crazy, man. And, uh, yeah, so the edge got tons of stuff in winter. Like, this whole year has just been nonstop in the best way. Like, to the point where there's too many events that I had to, like, say no to some. Because there's only so many days, so many weekends and days off, you know. It's been insane. But, like, a dream come true for sure. I'm really stoked for you guys to check out Good Eye, too. Um, we did the premiere, so I know you guys all didn't make the premieres. We might do... Actually, we've been talking about doing a premiere at 
homage, I believe it's homage, that's how you say it, I hope I'm not pronouncing it wrong, but homage in Brooklyn, sick-ass skate shop that does a lot of cool stuff for skateboarding, and they got a mini ramp, and they asked us to come out, so I could actually follow up with that, uh, I forgot where we left it, they were going to pick a date, I think, and I think we're going to go make a day trip to Brooklyn, choo, 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 and uh, skate the ramp, and then just premiere all good eyes, so that might be our sixth premiere. But if you can't make that one, we're going to have DVD copies soon. I think we're just doing a small run of 50, so it's like first come, first serve. We're going to give some out to some of the shops and stuff, uh, and then we'll put them online for sale. And then uh, after the videos, once after it's all done and settled, we'll put it online as well for you guys to check out. But um, yeah, man, Evan's destroying his part is so heavy. Gooning came through super heavy too, man. His spar- his style and his trick selection is always classic. Um, Evan was swinging for the fences. That's the only way I can say it. Kevin too, breaking minds out there with a couple and he had like multiple enders. Uh, and Billy, dude, Billy Drown, who's been on all I need from the beginning. Such good style, dude. He knows he's like a veteran with film and video parts. Like if you let Billy work on a video part, he's going to produce gold every time. He just loves film and video parts. So, uh, yeah, man. And I got a, I got a full part in there too, man. I was pretty, I was really proud of everything I had in that. I'm really stoked that I was able to put a part together that I worked hard on and I had some stuff in there I never did before. So it's a solid video, 45 minutes easily with credits maybe. And Sammy filmed, edit, Sammy, Sam Kern filmed and edited the majority of the video, did a great job. feels like a, it's a professional video. That's what it feels like. It's a professional like, but core skateboarding video, but done really well, you know, like, Sammy and them love skateboarding, so I just kind of left it up to them, and they knew what they were doing. So it was sick to see this whole thing come together. D. Fuchs had a four-minute part with an epic song and just such tech skating. And Timmy came through swinging, throwing out a part, killing it. It was a bummer he got hurt with the spleen because that was going to be the banger. He was going to get, like, he was chomping at the bit to get some stuff right at the deadline, and then he busted that spleen and had to take that chopper flight to Boston which is brutal, but he's doing good now. I actually saw he's up and rolling around and skating again, so shout out to Timmy, a little Patron for Timmy. <laughs> and I have some Patron for Timmy. Timmy Knuth, everyone's like, how do you say his name? Is it Knuth or Knuth? Is the K silent? It's Knuth. It's not silent. K. Timmy Knuth. <laughs> so I said, K, K, Choo, Choo. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out. We're going to try to go to Homage. Shred that might be the last premiere for Good Eye. If there's anybody out there from a skate shop that uh, wants to do a skate jam, all I need skate jam, uh, hit us up, man. Let me know. You can uh, contact us at allineedskate at hotmail.com. And if we can make it happen, that'd be sick, man. Be cool to check out your shop, too. Bring the dudes if you got a park nearby or just some setup we can shred and meet people and be cool, man. Maybe burgers and hot dogs. Who knows? There's only so many weekends, so we got to get in quick, man. Winter's coming, boys and ladies. That's what I learned on the Martha's Vineyard trip, or that I've been learning, is like girls are fully into skating now, which is awesome. So I keep saying, let's go, boys. But I have to say, let's go, humans, ladies, too, because they're in there digging in the trenches, skating, too, you know? It's sick to be able to say, lady down, because I usually just say, man down, man down. But it's nice to be able to go, lady down, when they take a slam and they get up. <laughs> sick man um further back in time on the youtube channel 
We have the West Warwick Skate Jam. That was sick. Shout out to Tyler. Shout out to Sway. Those dudes destroyed that edit on the YouTube channel. If you watch West Warwick Skate Jam, all I need is skate. Damn, that was a heavy day, man, out in the sun, and the boys destroyed it. There was no ladies that day, actually, so I can just say boys. You can go back and lurk that one. Uh, it's crazy to go back and watch these videos kind of trip out because it's like memories. It's like it's weird because I see the session multiple times. So I'm filming it, so I'm watching it in person and filming it, so that's weird. And then after that, I edit it, so I watch it while I edit it. And then I go back like a month later and rewatch like the last four edits that I put out like from the past four weeks, and then I watch it again. So it's like by that time, I've seen the, the session f- from so many different moods and angles. It's insane how much I digest the skating. It's sick though, because I can like picture all the tricks and the craziness. And so many people too. All the jams, there's so many people there. Sometimes I feel like a film butt in the best way possible. Just like I got my camera out, my phone out, and I'm just like filming everybody and capturing so much stuff at once. It's insane. I come home and dump like 30 gigabytes or whatever it is like from my phone and then my Canon and my Canon 60D is full. And then sometimes my GoPro, I got three cameras and I'm dumping all this footage. We actually had a little backup before because I had too many sessions on my laptop. And I actually had Gooden come over and help edit some of them, but my computer couldn't handle the footage. It was so heavy. <laughs> Literally, heavy skating and heavy footage. It was too much. Computer was bogged down. Um, but yeah, that West Warwick one was sick. Shout out to Ramiro at Something Simple Co. out there in Warwick, Rhode Island. Those guys are the shit. And they got a store too. Um, I don't know if they sell hard goods, but they got soft goods. They got apparel. Uh, West Warwick, something simple co. I know they switched um, locations. So, but Ramirez the homie. Shout out if you're out there, you know him. Um, further back in time we go. Two 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 two. Uh, lock in was in May at Skater's Edge. That was we're go- I'm working it backwards in time here. So that was right when Timmy busted his spleen. Man, it's been a heavy month and two months. It's not even all the stuff. It was only some of the stuff I wrote down. Insane, dude. Insane. In the best way, insane. But uh, yeah, lock-in started with Timmy busting his spleen, not going to the hospital for eight days, filling his belly up like a bearded dragon, but with full of blood, and then getting choppered, choppered to Boston as I'm walking into the lock-in. I have like 100 kids in there, all hyped to skate because I was in there hanging out. Like, what's going on? And I'm kind of like the general, the leader of the lock-in. The leader of the lock-in. Follow me. Dodgeball. Skateboarding. Choo-choo-choo. Pretty much from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. I go in, hang out with the kids. We're starting to shoot the shit, have fun. Get that call. Timmy's choppering. That was brutal. And then um, I had to go back in the lock-in. Timmy's mom talked me off the ledge because I called her. and was like, look, Timmy's like spleen ruptured and... It was bad enough that they had to fly him to uh, Boston. So she was like super kept me together. She she was like, no, it's all right. Go back in. Hang with the kids. Like there's nothing you can do. Go visit them as soon as you're done with the lock-in. Like totally helped me out. Shout out to T- Timmy Canoe's mom. Choo-choo-choo-choo. <laughs> Good looks, man. Because I was freaking out. I'm like, my friend's about to die. That's all I'm thinking. Because it went from like him just being like, oh, I slammed. I hit a rock and slammed and my side hurts to like, 
extremely horrible and fast. It's terrifying. While I'm at it, I might as well shout out Sammy Skates for Sam Kern for looking after Timmy too, like taking him, meeting him, going straight to the hospital with him and figuring all that out. It's terrifying. Then I went into lock in and after the first like two hours, I was a little shook for two hours. And then after that, I just pulled it together, hung out, realized that it was going to be all right. Had a great night, barely survived the lock-in per usual. 9 a.m. is like brutal. Usually around like 6, I'm just like crackhead status, walking around just out in dreamland in a skate park, lost, sweaty, gross, too many jokes, laughs, skated too much. Kids are running around into walls because they're high on sugar or they're just like, they're ridden out. They've ridden the night away and they don't know what to do and they've had too much fun and laugh and jokes and there's insane. Dude, start dropping, falling asleep. That's when I break out the Sharpie, which isn't permanent because the parent complained in the past. So I got a water-based one, so we're going to be able to wash it off. <laughs> they tried to shut me down. They're like, yeah, no more markers. The parents are mad. I was like, uh, it's a lock-in. We got to do something. There's got to be rules for falling asleep, you know? Can't just fall asleep at a lock-in. There'd be no repercussions. So after I, I one year I did the permanent one, which in retrospect, not the best idea. Probably not a permanent one. Things happen in the moment, spur of the moment. But uh, next year we did whipped cream. Just went and bought a bunch of whipped cream bottles. Dudes fell asleep, pie in the face. And then this year brought back the marker, but water-based. Choo-choo-choo-choo. Mustard draw on about 40 to, about, no, not 40, about four or five French mustache on uh, skateboarders, scooter riders, bikers. Hooked them all up, unibrows. Yeah, that was a fun night. Lock-in was sick. Gave away some free stuff. Met some new friends. Friends for life. Skate buddies for life. Did we just become skate buddies? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next on the list. El Toro is back. I don't know how you guys feel about El Toro, but uh, I was kind of glad it was going to be gone. It's 20 stairs. It's ridiculous. Dudes are doing ridiculous stuff. It's cool to see how far they can take it, but I'm just like... At some point, it's all the same, man. It was crazy because uh, that one dude, a BMXer, went there when they took the stairs out, and it was just a dirt hill, and he jumped off the roof into it, which is like, comparatively, to see that is like crazy. But also, I don't give a shit. Does <laughs> that mean? <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but yeah, I think they, but I looked at the Instagram, and apparently, it's back. But it's going to be 21 stairs. I saw a Jankum thing that said that they interviewed some lady at the school who apparently apparently didn't know what the fuck she was saying because she was saying that they're going to turn it into a double set. So like a set of stairs and then a flat that's too long and then another set of stairs. But I saw a photo of what they did and it's just like, I believe it's 21 stairs. So they just made it one bigger. So the dick measuring contest continues. <laughs> People are going to have to go and one-up themselves that... Tw- that um, twenty year twenty stair front crook or twenty stair whatever, yeah, front crook, right, is not the bar anymore. It's now twenty one. It's been raised. El Toro is taking it to the next level. You got to go back and repeat it before someone else does. Your tricks no longer. Your tricks in jeopardy, literally, because the one you did, the twenty stair you did, is now a twenty one, and someone can go. And take you out. Literally take you out if they want. When it gets to 20 stairs, that's when you start taking dudes out. 
that's when it matters. You know? You're like, all right, that dude did a tw- nose grind down 20 stair. Well, they took that same exact step, added a 21. I'll literally do one more step than you. Do you think people are going to go back and just leave a comment? I can't read the comments because Lady Dash needed the, the computer. But um, I'll check them out after. So leave a comment. Let me know what you think about El Toro and the 21 stairs now and how ridiculous that seems. Oh, this, this Patron is like, I don't know if that's how you're supposed to drink it by itself. I'm not the biggest drinker, so. She's back. I can use it again. Nice. This is like the old days, interrupting the podcast and stuff. This is amazing. We missed you on the show. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Do you go back to the early days of the podcast? Tara and Elwood just always interrupting the podcast with barks or just coming in like that, raining on the parade. But good thing is we get YouTube comments back, so I'm going to head over there, check that out. God, this ad on YouTube with Donald Trump makes me sad. His lips just make me sad, and his weird, like, squinting he does makes me sad. Um, The fact that he's asking people to text a hotline, a telephone, he's trying to text to figure out who supports him. Like, God, this is like Voldemort-type shit out there. It's fucking weird, man. All right, I'm going to go back to some of the comments. Uh, listen to Little Minds 9 by Hobson. Noodle doodle. I'm writing that down. Little Minds. Or no, Ill Minds. I'm sorry. Ill Minds. Hobson. All right. It's, I wrote it down, so I'm listening to that noodle doodle. Thanks for the suggestion. Tim McKenney Skateboards. LOL. Take it. Stop it. I don't know, uh, that was great. It's live. Love your chica shit. Yoga bomb. <laughs> Always talking about when Dash broke it broke into the podcast studio. Yeah, Tim. She like I was saying, she used to always do that, so it's not even a big deal. My lady, uh, she does do some yoga for sure. She's got all the uh niceties like foam rollers and yoga mats and she also likes to pole dance too. We got a pole in in our bedroom. We got like a spare bedroom where she likes to pole dance. It's like her skateboarding. It's pretty epic. Tim McKenney says, put a ring on it. <laughs> what are you, Beyonce, bro? <laughs> Just kidding. CJ Mori SB. Yo, what up, bro? Can't wait to see Good Eye. Thanks, CJ. Uh, like I was saying, the video's coming soon, bro. We're gonna, we got 50 copies, DVD copies. I don't even know if DVDs sell. I don't even care if they do. I just wanted to do it because it's a sick thing to do and we can make it happen and I can't wait to see it. The artwork on the cover and just like, I don't even have a DVD player. So I don't know how I'm going to watch it, but... We're going to have some, and they're going to be available on the online store, and uh, select shops will get it as well. We'll send it out to the shop. So hopefully the shops will put it on the TV, play that shit. And then uh, once we get rid of those, we'll put it online sometime. Still haven't decided where. I mean, we'll put it on our channel, obviously, but I was thinking maybe reach out to Thrasher or another website and see if they'll help promote it as well. Hieroglyphics, yay, Dell 3030, Dell the funky homo sapien, that's Tim McKenney. Souls of Mischief, 93 Till Infinity. We're still on some hip-hop shit. Dude, that was such... 93 Till Infinity is like the banger that was in the form one that everyone, that whole section was like, I learned about that stuff from there. Noodle Duel. Yes, Tim, that's a banger. He knows it. Henry Flurry says, just came back from a heavy sesh at OMF. Hell yeah, Henry. Thanks for being involved with skateboarding and crushing it, bro. I see you online and everything, man. That's sick you're at OMF. That place is Awesome. Good to hear you had a sick session, my friend. 
sometimes that session just saves the day, man. You just ever need to go skate and just you have a good ass session and just makes you feel great about everything puts everything into perspective all the shit that you have in your mind and worries it all goes away because you have fun your heart beats you see some of your homies you get a new trick like you battle something it makes you laugh gets you out of your fucking own mind sometimes yeah man henry that's your session my dude let's continue matt runs clamps z this place is better than Rad. Hell yeah, man. Rad was sick, though. Tim McKenney. Thanks, Noodle Doodle. Cool Keith. Moose Bumps. It's banging. 2019. Love is making a comeback, kid. You just proved it. Hell yeah. Noodle Doodle says, I'll check it. Uh, Noodle Doodle says, I saw Muska did a did the do a kickflip for Costin, and someone pointed out we hit the generation that don't know who he is. Damn, you guys don't know who the Musk is? You think? I guess, man. He, he's still skating, but it's not like he's he's not doing the demos like when I was watching him, you know? That's sad. But, I mean, Musk is a legend, dude. He made the most of the time he had, and he continues in the art world and fashion. And, like, he might not be doing the 20 stairs anymore. Can we get Musk to hit El Toro 21? Is that what we got to make happen? That would be insane. <laughs> We started stacking for issue two of the All I Need mag. It's coming. This is the first one we did, so issue two's in the works, man. I'm stoked to see that come together. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see what the first person is that does a trick on the new El Toro. Oh, you know what I know they're going to do at El Toro is the bottom wasn't in when I saw the photo. So the, what it's probably going to be is they're going to put that weird rumble strip at the bottom and fuck the whole game up at El Toro. Which, again, I don't mind because it's too ridiculous. That's like It's cool to see the height of the height and see people get crazy, but 20 stairs, the shit that was going down is like ridiculous. I'm not trying to stop it, but at the same time, I'm like this shit's like played out at some point. It's too gnarly, you know? It's just too much. Tim McKenney Skateboard. One more thing. KK kills it. Impressed with the last edit, dude's fire. I couldn't agree with you more, man. Uh, KK is the man. Kevin Clem is the man. I'm stoked to be able to give him boards with World Industries. Um, he was just a kid that I knew from around this area. I believe he grew up in the Lake Lakeville area. But I've just seen Kevin since he was a little kid, man. And his parents owned a shop, Raza, and they were one of the first shops to support All I Need, bought some of our t-shirts, and just like helped build that spark so i always kept in touch with kevin and he just kept getting better he's such a weird bag of tricks and just getting better and better at skating is unbelievable and uh it's crazy to see what he's done on his board like tim i can't wait to see good eye he has such a gnarly part he's put out a lot of parts too man you can check out kevin clem world industries type that into youtube you'll see uh his parts and then Wait for his good eye part, man. I'm really proud of that, dude. And just having him help me with all I need and work in the warehouse here, help me ship everything out, help me produce his podcast. He hasn't been able to do that lately because he moved up near Boston, so he's like an hour away. So he hasn't really been able to produce a podcast with me. But like, he's just a solid human on top of being an amazing skateboarder. And sky's the limit for Kevin, man. I feel that way about all the 
all I need guys and world dudes that I work with. Like Billy Drown's like one of the most epic humans. Just hardworking dude. I met him at Skater's Edge when he was super little. And I, whenever I find like someone who's kind of got a head, their head on their shoulders and they're super obsessed with skateboarding, I always, I usually become friends with them because I'm like trying to do the same, you know, and I'm obsessed with skateboarding and we're both end up at the skate park or skating together because we're always trying to skate. And Billy's one of those kids and I hooked him up with all I need and just like been taking him on trips and just watching him develop his style and like his, he went from a pudgy little kid on a mini ramp. Uh, with a baseball cap to like Mr. Steez, Mr. Style, Billy Drown on a board filming veteran parts, you know, like with so much style. Billy Drown, just super proud of that dude. His part in Good Eyes, epic. And I'm stoked that he's involved with All I Need. Kevin Clem, like I said, and then Evan, Evan Mansalillo. He's another one that I've seen for years now. And just a young kid with a spark and a hell of a determination and uh charges on a skateboard evan destroys dude destroy of worlds especially on the concrete tranny and stuff just i mean street skating too nothing to laugh at for any of these dudes but evan just such a beast that's why he's on the cover of issue one all i need all i need meg kids destroying um I'm super proud of him that's why i really am stoked on this whole video with good eye and i'm stoked that i was able to contribute because it's amazing to see where those dudes are at and that I can still be involved in some way and actually like contribute to the video and help to push them forward as well. Like, I don't know. I'm really proud of those dudes. Uh, Tim McKenney says, Timmy is the best you got. Amazing. All of you are. Thanks, man. Hell yeah, Tim. Right back at you, man. I watch your YouTube videos. I see what you guys are doing. It's epic, man. I knew of you before the YouTube channel, really. I've heard of your skating and saw you in a video and stuff like that, you know, like. Uh, the spark's out there. Everyone's out there. And I agree, dude. Timmy Knuth, he's another one. Uh, I love that guy. I love all these dudes. Timmy, I met when I was riding for World Industries originally. Um, he was just like this dude on there, plain type of dude. He just wear like t-shirt, jeans, and baseball cap, and just but killing handrails and flip tricks, super technical, super f fast flick. Even overlooked a little bit just because he didn't have like some crazy gimmick or style or whatever. He was just straight hammers and hard skating. And like he let a skating talk for him. And sometimes that, that type of person gets overlooked. But that made me love Timmy even more because I was like, Timmy's built to last. Like Timmy the Destroyer. Timmy Knuth the Destroyer. Say it loud. <laughs> I love Timmy. And he's like been through some shit in life, not just on his skateboarding, but in his personal life. He's been through some stuff and. He's a strong-ass dude, man. His family's epic out there. Florida in the building. Melbourne in the building. Um, that's so cool that you appreciate Timmy out there, man. He's a legend, dude. He destroyed his ankle, too, and came back and then kickflip crook Hollywood 16. Like, blown-out ankle. All that stuff. Rehabbed. He reminds me of Danny Way in some sense. Like, he's not jumping the Great Wall of China, but kickflip crook Hollywood 16's, you know what I mean? Like... But uh, but just in you know taking injuries and is coming back tenfold. I love that about people. Sometimes injuries take out skateboarders. It puts the fear in them. It did to me for a long time. I tore my ACL when I was like sixteen, and it just put fear in me. And then when you're like trying a trick that you know you can do, sometimes the doubt out outweighs it or holds you back because you have that hesitation from like knowing it's going to be painful or just like. 
overthinking things and but Timmy comes back from those injuries and just K-Flip Crook, Hollywood 16, like nothing, dude. Bane came out here, busted his spleen, kids already riding. Like, insane, dude. Such a legend. Well, I'm at it, dude. Goonan, too, man. Goonan, he's been on the last few podcasts, but super proud of Corey Goonan. Corey was the first organic pro for all I need. We turned him pro by taking him skydiving. That video is on uh, the channel, the YouTube channel. If you go to All I Need, Corey Goonan skydive. I just wanted to blow his mind, you know? Like, I was like, what's the craziest shit we can do? Like, he's the first pro. Like, I wanted to be, like, unforgettable, kind of, over the top, you know? And basically, we took him skydiving, and when he came down, his, like, family was there, had his pro board, and just kind of, like, was like, you're pro, dude. Here's your first time skydiving, mind blown. And then when you land, you get your first pro model board. I don't know. <laughs> it was insane, man. Um, but... Corey destroys, man. I love that dude. And he helped build all I need from the beginning, from like 2010, 11, whatever it was, even earlier. And uh, he just put out parts. Thrive, Prosperize, destroyed it. In the trenches, destroyed it. Came through for good eye. Fucking such such a good style beyond his years. And Grunin's like a recluse, too, to some degree. He's opened up a lot these last few years, you know? But he's a dude that's kind of just wanted to be kept to himself and skateboard and He's very particular, and I like that too, you know, like, so I like sometimes when people pull back or hold back a little bit, and they're kind of myster- mysterious, and Gunan's a little mysterious out there, but super proud of all those dudes, and, and really Sam Curran too for destroying, for just killing it on Good Eye, man, the filming, the editing, the whole vision it takes to put that video together, and he was on every mission, dude. Sam skates in the building. He was just calling everyone like, where are we going? When are we going? Let's make this happen. Let's go to New York. Let's do this. Hey, let's get this clips down to drive. I'll, he'll, we can take his car. He, Whatever, you know? Like, he's just in. Got the sign. Like, Sam crushed it on the video, man. So, yeah. As I, I'm just reflecting and thinking about Good Eye. Like, our third full length. Um, definitely the most proud of it, man. We've definitely stepped it up. And I'm excited for you guys to see it. So that's coming, man. And we've been moving some skateboards, which is nice. As you can see, we're getting a little low on some stuff. But I got um, some reorders. We got some new art coming with All I Need. Some big things coming up really soon that we've been working on. Um, It's only the beginning. I've just kind of like decided that we're going to keep going. Take every opportunity that we can manage responsibly and just keep going so this whole year is going to be wild 2019 i'm not kidding when i say it's best year of our lives we're going for it dude (laughs) we're gonna hang on man for the ride and see where this thing goes it's already been like the rest of this year could go bad and it still wouldn't even phase it because it's been so good up to june what is it june right now yeah june 26 shout out another shout out today's my sister's birthday i love you leah Happy birthday. That makes me think of when I was a child. I miss my... My, my sister Leah is a tough motherfucker. <laughs> she used to... We used to get in fist fights, me and my sister. I know that sounds bad, but like... We're dysfunctional kids from a broken family. We got emotional order... Dis, we got emotional uh, issues and just bad tempers. And then we just like... She would swing at me, dude. I never really... I hit her once. <laughs> Cause she was pulling my hair and wouldn't let go, bro. 
And uh, I told her, I'm like, Leah, you have to let go of my hair. You have to. This hurts so bad and you're not letting go. And she was like in a rage. You can't stop Leah once she goes. Like once she's off the handles, you cannot stop Leah. Leah had some ideas. And, uh, dude, I was just like, I got it. I'm going to punch you, Leah. I'm going to punch you. Fucking punched her. Oh, she let go of my hair. And then I immediately said sorry. (laughs) But she's like done some brutal things. We don't fight like that anymore. It was just when we were little kids and she was bigger than me. And my dad taught her to fight. So, like, it wasn't like I was fighting a girl. She's, like, tougher than me. For sure when I was little. I was defending myself. Leah could come at me, bro. Uh, Ply JW says, hi. Hi, my dude. I can't pronounce your name, but P.S., you're out there. Blake Ackley says, it's me, Blake. I met you on my birthday. Can I have a shout-out? Blake, is it Aki? Aki? Blake, shout-out Blake. I'm hyped I met you on your birthday, man. How's it going out there in the internet world? Where are you from? If you're out there watching, let me know where you're from, who your favorite skater is, what your favorite color is, food. <laughs> My favorite color is green. Favorite skater is Aaron Susky. Top three favorite movie movies is Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, he's not even a movie. Um, Forrest Gump, Finding Nemo, Sword in the Stone, the animation. There, nailed it. Uh, Blake says, thanks, it's good. You're my favorite skater. Hell yeah. Thanks, Blake. I appreciate that, man. That's so cool to hear. Thanks for the hype, for real. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so what's going on out there? Leave some comments. Let me know what's up. Tell me some skate gossip, something good in skateboarding, anything. Hope Steve Cab's crushing it out there. I know he was injured. Hopefully he's rehabbing. Right before this, I was lurking on Slap Message Board, which was fun. That place is... uh, a shit show, an amazing shit show, full of the worst and best people ever. Um, yeah, they were talking about Shalom, Terry Kennedy. There were some stickers I saw made of Terry Kennedy that say Shalom, which is funny-ass thing. Uh, yeah. Amstein Skater, you are one of my favorite skaters. Inspire me to skate. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. That inspires me, for real. That makes me want to like keep going. That makes me want to do more cool shit. Makes me want to keep working longer and like skating at things and just keeping the hype going and trying to do more cool stuff for skateboarding. Amstein Skater, you're the man. Noodle Doodle says, My favorite skater is Evan Smith. He's so good. I think he's everyone's favorite skater. If you like, or if you're a purist and love skateboarding, like how could you not like Evan skating? He skates like a, like a scarecrow, but like so sick, right? Evan Smith is a legend. Westgate always tells me about it, about him. Sounds like he's awesome, too. An awesome dude. Freedom Rider Skateboarding. Hey, Anthony, what is your next project? What you're excited about or and or an idea you would like to bring to life? All right, so my next project is... Oh, there's some good stuff I want to talk about, but it's not time to talk about it yet. But the next project, I guess, would be my heat press machine. I've just been, I've got that figured out. I've got a shrink wrap oven, heat press machine, so I can uh, heat press the transfers onto our blank boards. So I'm going to start doing that, which I've already started. And then eventually I'm going to open it up to, you know, skate shops, doing some of their boards and possibly skate brands. So that's the next adventure and uh, angle we're going with All I Need that I'm really excited about. And then there's tons of ideas I want to bring to life. We're about to move the podcast studio into another part of my house. I'm going to have a specific room, and I'm going to 
it's only going to be the podcast studio because like right now this is kind of my warehouse space and storage and whatnot so and it's going to be smaller but it'll be better because it'll sound it'll be the acoustics will be better and i'll be able to like deck out the whole room specifically for the podcast like i got a bunch of art shout out to mason and a bunch of other guys that sent me all types of cool skateboard art that i'm gonna hang up in the podcast studio and just deck it out so that's another project we're working on working on um and then obviously another video for sure we're working on another video because this one just dropped, but we got to start for the next one. You know, you, you never stop. And these dudes are only going to get gnarly. Amstein, Amstein Skater, can't wait to see you at the camp. Hell yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm really excited for the camp. I can now do tray flips and backside airs. Hell yeah. Camp's going to be fun, man. I'm going to make an edit. So what I'll do is I'll film for uh, each day at the camp or as many days as I can. And then at the end of camp, I'll put a full skate edit out of a uh, Skater's Edge camp, you know. So if you end up coming... And you're brave enough to get in front of the camera and get some tricks, film what you got. Uh, we'll make it live as shit for you. It'll be sick. We'll see you there. See you at skate camp. It's always fun, man. Uh, I have one question. Can you not swear so much? Sorry. <laughs> I'll try my best not to swear. Especially at skate camp, I won't swear as much. Sometimes, sometimes it's bad to swear. Other times it makes sense. Like, um... If I stub my toe, probably shouldn't swear. If someone passed away and it really broke my heart, then I might have to swear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let, there's levels to it. But yeah, I'll do my best not to swear at the skate camp. I don't usually. On here, this is the podcast, so I can kind of swear. Because <laughs> this is like we're out in space. Internet space. There's so much black matter, out, dark matter out there. And uh, this is a space where it's uh, free to be yourself. And sometimes I swear. So, But I'll do my best at the camp. Blake says, I subbed and I liked and turned on notifications. Good look, Blake. Thank you, man. We dropped tons of skate videos, so you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to be able to get alerts and watch 20-minute edits of whole days just with gnarly dudes from all over New England and even further. Like... You'll be stoked. So if you're listening and you haven't subbed to the YouTube channel, please do. We're crushing it weekly for you, for skateboarding, really, which is for you because we all love skateboarding. So it's for us and for you. All I need, buy skaters for skateboarding. Chill. <laughs> um, noodle doodle. Yeah, Evan is so kind and down to earth. He did a product pillage with Indy. He got himself some trucks and a shirt and gave all the other items away instead of keeping them yeah that's dope man he seems like a legendary dude and his skating's nothing to laugh at freedom rider skateboard and says nice we are excited for all that good stuff coming hell yeah another thing on the works is uh in november actually before november we'll do a fall brawl so i'll have a flyer sooner than later keep your eyes out for that we'll post it on all i need skate on instagram and facebook and the website but uh, Fall Brawl will be sick. But then in November, New England Am. It'll be our sixth annual New England Am. Heavy amateur contest. The best skateboarders in New England come and throw it down at Skater's Edge. And if you've ever been to Skater's Edge, you know that that thing's got a little bit of everything there. Quarter pipes, pyramids, rails, big, small hubbas. You name it, dude. They got it there. So it's an unbelievable two-day event um, for New England Am. So that's another thing we're working on. And it's our sixth year, and every year we've stepped it up each year. So this one's going to be no exception. Um, Amsteam Skater, I got some new gaps to show you. Hell yeah. 
the ASAT says, what's good? Life's good, man. Went to the spa today. Worked on a little sauna, a little uh, jacuzzi pool. Feeling relaxed. Worked. Did some skateboarding stuff. Podcasting with you. So things are lovely. Um, Blake says, I know I've watched all your vids. I want to be in a video with you so much. Well, if you come to camp, like I said, man, we'll be hanging out for like four days or something like that. So, And I'll definitely film the camp and make an edit because that's one of my favorite things to do. It's cool to watch you guys battle tricks too. Uh, I'm also saving up money for your merch index. Good look, Blake. Appreciate that, man. All the support, man. It means the world to us. So, um, Yeah. Oh, yeah, and another thing on the on the agenda that I'm excited for is Robstock. So that's coming up in August. I was talking about that in the beginning, but if you've ever listened to a podcast, you know how much fun that is. We're lurking. It's like hell and fun at the same time. So driving into Maine and just camping out. Been camping. I already went camping once this year. That's what Martha's Vineyard was. I'm a camper, apparently. Who knew? Not all the time, but <laughs> about to be. I have to check out Tash, Satana, and Ill Minds by Hobson. That's on my agenda. How, If you're out there in YouTube land, how long have you been skating, and why did you get into skating? And I'll start with mine first. I've been skating for, I want to say, 24 years. And I got into skateboarding because my friend, I met this kid, Dale, and he was just super cool to me and gave me an extra board. So I, um, he just did a kickflip. I believe it might have been a three-flip. And he just started being so cool to me and showing me all the skateboard stuff. And I had no idea that you could do any tricks on the skateboard. I just thought people butt-boarded. Like, I didn't really know what you, a skateboard was. I knew nothing about it. And then he turned me on to it. And then after that, I was, like, hooked. I never stopped skating. Even, like, Dale had to slow down because of life and things got in his way. And then, uh, but I just couldn't stop. I just kept going. And I'm, like, fully addicted to it. It hasn't stopped since, man. 36 years old right now, and I still, even though I can't skate as much as I'd like and I get sore half the time, I, like, will film it, talk about it. You call, you name it, dude. Nothing feels better than being involved in skateboarding. It's, like, the coolest thing. I feel like it's what I'm meant to be doing. Like, everything with all I need and doing the New England Am and um, everything we're doing, I feel like it's, like, what I'm meant to be doing. Especially because skateboarding really helped pull me away from all the craziness in my life with my mom and my dad passing away. And just, it helped me weather some crazy storms when I was like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Pretty much till I was 18 was like the craziest time. 18, from as far back as I can remember to about 18, my life was crazy. Unstable, moving around, not didn't always have a house to live in sleeping on friend's couch or taken in by state and put into like foster care um all types of crazy shit man my dad kidnapped us twice from my mom they were fighting with each other courts always gave me back to my mom and she had drug issues i loved her very much and i still do i miss her very much but you know living her with her wasn't safe at the time my dad just like he never got custody because he was involved with like motorcycle gangs and stuff so skateboarding gave me something it was like a, a raft in the middle of the ocean i was drowning and then i found skateboarding and it's the only thing i wanted to do and it was so cool and complex that it's sustainable it's just it's it's pulled me through all that and given me um something to create with and i'm eternally grateful for that i don't know where i was going with that but 
Yeah, I love skateboarding. Probably like you do. Because it's that awesome. It sticks with you. If you're a skateboarder, once you end up, it ends up staying with you for your whole life. Um, I've been skating for, Blake says I've been skating for two years, and I started because of you, and I thought it was awesome. That's right, man. Skateboarding's challenging. It's not easy, but uh, it lasts because it's hard, you know, and you can get better at it in increments, and it can you can speed up after a while and get really good, but it's still hard. It just never loses that. It's, 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 um... Yeah, that's what I like about it, that it's not easy, and you can keep working at it. And people that skate, they know it's not easy. So you see each other, and you instantly are like, yeah, that person likes a challenge. So that's kind of cool, you know? Skating is the best. Noodle Doodle says, I've been skating for six years. My uncle gave me his complete way before that. Then at age 12, me and my friend found it in my shed, and we took it down the park. Luckily, the older dudes taught us how to skate instead of being dicks. (laughs) <laughs> that's true noodle doodle when i was younger i had some older dudes that were dicks to me that's for sure they ended up being cool later in life but at first they were just like who's this annoying kid who doesn't know any of the culture basically and i was in the way you know i probably was but whatever they were cool later <laughs> but it's cool when they're older people are cool to young people because i mean how silly you got to share what you got you know if you're here first you know about skating like Sharing skateboarding with someone could change their life and yours. Probably already changed yours. That's why you should share it, you know? That's why I always share it. Um, Freedom Rider Skateboarding writes, I feel you, man. My girlfriend is a social worker, and I hear the stories. Skateboarding is definitely a savior. Yeah, man. Definitely. For whatever reason, like, um, it's cool because skateboarding, I didn't need, like, a coach and it's not that organized, and you can do it by yourself or with people, and that just helped me. That helped me have something that I could work on that was my own, and then I could also do it with other people. You know, like I could part- I could participate and hang out with people like it was a team and cheer each other on and, you know, skate together and push each other and stuff like that, but I could also just go do it by myself and work out my own thoughts and issues and, like, you know, it's like you can't really do that with other things. They're not as complex, you know? Like, basketball, you can go shoot by yourself, but it's not like you can play a full game, you know? With skating, you can get a full session by yourself if you're just in the mood. Sometimes I am, you know? And I think when you're, like, uh, broken, like, you probably know, social workers deal with dysfunctional families all the time, and when you have, like, issues and stuff and you're trying to process it, to have something like a skateboard to... uh, to work at and to keep you occupied and get your thoughts off of things can really help. It helped me tremendously. Anytime I was confused or angry, I would just go ride my board and I'd always feel better. Even if I went out and just like cried and threw my board and got angry and stuff, just like getting some of that out through that helped me as crazy as that is, you know? And then just meeting people, was like the savior of it all. Like the people that skate are classic humans. So I've met so many people and it just put everything into perspective for me. Yeah, man. I don't regret how I grew up, but it was not easy, man. Literally. Dad passed away at 12, so I had to deal with that reality. That was tough because my dad was into like martial arts and boxing and he was showing me that stuff and he was lifting weights. He was super strong. He used to like lift us over his head and stuff. He would take us to, like, the church park, the church, like, field. It was grass field, huge fountains, bought us bikes, would let us ride around. This is when I was real little. And, uh, 
he just like was awesome, man. And then when he got shot, uh, he was like paralyzed. They said he was in paralyzed for life. And uh, that like shattered my whole life because I was like, wow, like you take things for granted, you know? Like I always never thought that my dad, you know, I always thought he'd be there, you know? And to have that happen just made me realize how fragile things were and how like um, real things get, you know? Like how much we really don't know. And then so he got shot and he was in the hospital for a few weeks, said he was never going to walk ever again. I remember like that broke my heart because... I went into the hospital and my dad who like could pick me over his head and like big python arms and like worked out all the time. He like couldn't even lift his arms. So that was like, whew, that was a rough one, man. Just like, Jesus, dude. And he like, he got, he like, his muscles atrophied because he was bedridden because he couldn't do anything. So like, just watched him like shrink, man. And then they like wanted to move him to another hospital because he wasn't doing well. And then he passed away on the flight. So he got shot in the back of the neck, paralyzed for life, and then died a few weeks later. Which as a 12-year-old, that was like brutal. And then I had to go live with my mom, and she was running wild. And I love her, and she loved us. But she did not have things in control. So that was chaos. It was like, into the fire, into the frying pan, into the fire. Is that the expression? The pan's hot, and then you even get out into the fire even hotter, you know? And then it was just on from there, man. I was just like surviving. And thank God for skating. Helped me dodge so many, helped keep me focused on something. I was so lost. I could have went any which way. I know tons of people that have been through things that I've been through. And they got lost and they didn't recover from it still to this day, you know. So I'm really thankful. Skateboarding's helped me heal a lot in my life, which I'm eternally grateful for. It's helped me work through all my issues and the things I've lost. And it helped me get better you know it helped me work at something it challenged me something i couldn't give up on makes me accountable like i don't know it's so trivial it's just a piece of wooden wheels but who knows man life is strange right um and blake's ashley says skating hurts it can sometimes you can take a digger for sure amstein skater says for skating i feel like once i could ollie and drop in i just took off yeah man there's certain things you got to work towards. Like once you can learn to pump a mini ramp too, that's like a milestone that I think a lot of people sometimes skip is pumping on a mini ramp. Start from the bottom. Don't drop in, but learn to pump a mini ramp from the bottom up. Work your way up to the coping. By the time you get to the coping, you have ridden the whole ramp and you've figured out how to balance on that thing. So then dropping in and doing tricks is going to be way easier. And you've built up the muscle because you learned to pump and actually use your whole body to generate muscle, to generate speed and inertia and motion to get up to the top. So you build, physically build that core muscle, which helps you with all ease and all types of stuff, man. Uh, that's a milestone that I think really helps, you know. And then dropping in and then always for sure. Noodle doodle. There's a lot of scooter kids in my town, so they were hyped we had a deck instead. <laughs> yeah, man. The scooter epidemic is crazy, man. Rolling Stone said it best. They said they like it because it has the same uh, same disruptive spirit. This is the quote from Rolling Stones about scooter riders of the millennials. They like it because it has the same disruptive spirit as skateboarding minus the steep learn learning curve. So it's got the spirit of skateboarding, but it's easy. <laughs> Skateboard, I just said skateboarding is the best thing because it's hard and lasts. It's not easy. You can't just beat it. 
That's they're trying to say that all the millennials are just taking the easy way out. That might be true. I, there is a lot of scooter riders out there, you know, and they all are so lit with their free hops, you know. They didn't actually actually learn to balance, <laughs> and they just take over, you know. I see a lot of them converting to skateboards, like as they get a little older, and they're like, "Yeah, what the fuck? I, don't, I can just stand up and not have to have this handlebar in my way." Once you skate. Imagine learning to skate and then choosing to put a handlebar on. That's a handicap. It sounds like the worst thing to me. Um, Blake says, I'm so sorry that all happened to you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, but honestly, don't worry, man. It's like made me who I am. I'm really happy of who I am. I'm really happy of my life. Like, I'm really grateful. Things have turned out amazing. Like, it's given me all that craziness in my life made me realize the frailty of life and that life can be finite and that we got now. So we got to enjoy these things and we can get better and the sky's the limit, you know? So it's given me a, a sense of urgency. Like it made me be more aware that like I have some power, good and bad. Cause my mom was super powerful. She just was un, out of control. She couldn't harness her power, but her powers, she could have used them for good, but she had drug issues. So it, she was like Lisa the Destroyer, you know? Instead of Lisa the the Saint or the Conqueror, she was the Destroyer. Destroyer. So she had power, but she just couldn't control it. So like losing people and realizing that we're lucky to be here and these breaths are... Um, don't take the breaths for granted, you know? I try to say thankful. I try to say thank you every day. I try to take a moment and stop talking and just say thank you for my life because I'm really eternally grateful for this life, the highs and the lows. I wouldn't change a thing is what I'm trying to say. So I appreciate your sorry and I appreciate that you're looking out for me. Um, but don't feel sad because I'm not. I'm completely happy, man. I'm, I've had so much joy in my life. It's uh, The goods outweigh the bad. Noodle Doodle says, sounds like you had a rough past, man, but you didn't let that corrupt you. You became the incredible inspirational person. You're such a good man, and no one can take that from you. Thanks, Noodle Doodle. I like that you said corrupt me. Because I was like, as a little kid, man, I was so, I had so much resentment and anger. Because, like, adults and people in my life were doing crazy shit and not, like, taking on responsibility and not paying bills and not being there and not showing up when you need them and shit like that. That, um, it, it wants to corrupt you. That's what's wrong. Like a lot of people go through hell and then that hell scorches them and it's hard to heal from that. And you almost like it it, it makes it hard to recover. You know, you want to you just want to give into the dark side because it seems so you get depressed and um, your realities get warped when you're when people are losing their minds and you're surrounded it and you're trying. You can't be an angel when you're around devils, you know, because they'll kill you alive. So um but that contrast has helped me greatly in life, like growing up in the projects and dealing with drug issues and a lot of police and violence and stuff like that has uh, allowed me to understand like how people feel and how I feel and have self-reflection and be aware of my um, my influence for good and bad. It's helped me be self-reflective so that I, I constantly check myself because I don't want to inflict pain or damage on anyone willy-nilly. You know, shit does happen. You make mistakes. But, like, you know, I've always been super aware since I was a little kid because my mom was, um, what is it, like, unaware, unconscious. She was, like, conscious, but she didn't wasn't aware or in control at the time, you know. 
she was lost in a horrible nightmare of a dream because things happened to her and then like this world set up to bury people like that not help them they turn them into they make money off of them and lock them up or put them on drugs or build a welfare system you know so but it's made me very aware and uh i would try really hard at things because of that upbringing you know so like it didn't corrupt me and i appreciate you saying that i tried my i kept my heart i tried to keep my heart you know i didn't want to give it away but there's times where i felt like being corrupted and saying fuck all this shit i hate everything and like that's the time when you swear is when you're in the middle of hell and you're just like darn it's not gonna do because things the bottom fell out and uh it's when you need a swear word it doesn't help but it just at least expresses what you're going through you know so but I didn't let it corrupt me. I worked through all that shit because I want to be a good person. And I honestly believe that we all each have power, individual power of our choices, our thoughts, and we can overcome things. Humans are incredible. Human beings are incredible and can come back from anything. And uh, those things you go through that are not good for you can only make you stronger. If you can keep your wits and not get corrupted and aim at things, you can get past anything. And I truly believe that. So, thanks, man. I appreciate it, Noodle Doodle. Thank you for tuning into the YouTube channel, as always, man. You're always a good conversationalist, too. I appreciate all you motherfuckers. Choo choo. Um, Brent says, Anthony, I just have to say, you make me so happy. Cheers, amazing, inspiring, good at skating. I love you. Thanks so much for awesome. Nice to talk with you, Blake. I'll see you at Skate Camp, man. We'll have fun. We'll shred. We won't be talking about this stuff because this is a skate shop podcast room, you know. But at Skate Camp, we'll have fun. We'll skate, make some jokes, film some clips. It'll be a good time, my G. Uh, Noodle Doodle, that speaks to me. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. You can't be an angel around devils. Yeah, that would be a sick tattoo. Um... I don't know if those are my words per se, like I probably heard that somewhere, but I would look it up because I'm sure there's a whole saying, like it's probably phrased way better than I did, but you get the gist, like when you're around a bunch of lost people that are going through hell and they don't, they're unaware of it and things are crazy and you try to be good, that's like the whole crabs in the barrel mentality, they pull you down, you pull each other down because you're all trying to get out, but you're just like trying to get out by pulling each other down because you're all angry and resentful and mad. And that doesn't happen all the time, but that does happen, you know? So, yeah, man. Let me see. Let's. We can't end it on that because it's too heavy to end the skateboard podcast on. <laughs> but I appreciate the real talk from all you guys out there, for real. This shit helps me get through my days, you know? Life is long. It could be could be long in a good way. I know they always say life is short, but um, it can be short, I guess. You can go quick and live it so intently. But life can be long. It can be a fun ride. It can be have its ups and downs and, like, peaks and valleys. And you can keep going, and it can improve and improve and improve if you just keep going. I believe that. You know, I'm 36, so I can't say. But it's crazy, too, because, like, if you think about it, we all have to let go of life at the end, too. That's, like, something that we have to... It's cliche to say, but, like, I think about that a lot. Is like, all, everything we believe and everything we hold so tightly, so tightly to, at the end, we have to let it go. I mean, you can give it... You can leave it to other people and stuff, but, like, everything, all your beliefs and ideas that get you to where you're going, nobody gets out alive, bro. Nobody. <laughs> it's never been one. Although they said Jesus came back, right? I don't know if that was a metaphor, so, um, yeah, man, 
a lot of good things going on. A lot of awesome people out there. Skateboarding's alive and well. 2019, you guys are proof of that. Um, appreciate all the love. If you want to help out the channel, help us grow. Uh, we're at 4.5, 4,500 followers on our YouTube channel. If anybody out there is uh, out there in internet space and wants to help us grow, subscribe to the channel. Maybe share one of our videos on one of your social media sites. That would be amazing. If you know anyone who's into skateboarding, turn them on to the podcast or try one of our All I Need skateboards. You know, if you've got a local shop near you that carries one of our boards, uh, cop one from there. That's the win-win. That way you support the skate shop and you support All I Need, which is skateboarding. Choo-choo-choo. Um, and if you don't live near a skate shop, we always got you covered with our digital skate shop, which you're in right now. Especially YouTube people, you're in the digital skate shop right now. Uh, all I need slash world skate shop. That's what we got at the moment. Um, yeah, I love you guys. This was a fun one. I'll catch you next week. All right, Wednesdays usually at seven. All right, hey, keep killing it out there. Freedom Rider skateboarding, Amscene skater Blake, you're crushing it, guys. Noodle Doodle always coming through. You guys are classic, man. Just keep doing your thing. Stay positive. Uh, keep aiming at epic stuff and just keep trying to get better. You know, if you have beliefs that are hurting you and ideas that are holding you back and hurting you and things aren't the way you want them to be, let go of some of your beliefs, try some new ones, move forward and aim at things that help you grow. All right. Till next time. Peace, 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 peace. Choo, 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 choo.